I'll be reading the next part of the chapter Love is a Sad Song. Once standing on some rocks, I saw a slim brown snake swimming with the current. It looked beautiful and lonely. I dreamt a dream, very disturbing dream, which troubled me for days. In the dream, Sunil suggested that we go down to the stream. We put some bread and butter into an airbag along with a long bread knife and set off down the hill. Sushila was barefoot, wearing the old cotton tunic which she had worn as a child. Sunil had on a bright yellow t-shirt and black jeans. He looked very dashing. As we took the forest path down to the stream, we saw two young men following us. One of them, a dark slim youth, seemed familiar. I said, "Isn't that Sushila's boyfriend?" But they denied it. The other youth wasn't anyone I knew. When we reached the stream, Sunil and I plunged into the pool while Sushila sat on the rock just above us. We had been bathing for a few minutes when the two young men came down the slope and began fondling Sushila. She did not resist, but Sunil climbed out of the pool and began scrambling up the slope. One of the youths, the less familiar one, had a long knife in his hand. Sunil picked up a stone and flung it at the youth, striking him on the shoulder. I rushed up and grabbed the hand that held the knife. The youth kicked me on the shins and thrust me away and I fell beneath him. The arm with the knife was raised over me but I still held the wrist. And then I saw Sushila behind him, her face framed by a passing cloud. She had the bread knife in her hand and her arm swung up and down and the knife cut through my adversary's neck as though it were passing through a ripe melon. I scrambled to my feet to find Sushila gazing at the headless corpse with the detachment and mild curiosity of a child who has just removed the wings from a butterfly. The other youth who looked like Sushila's boyfriend began running away. He was chased by the three of us. When he slipped and fell, I found myself beside him, the blade of the knife poised beneath his left shoulder blade. I couldn't push the knife in. Then Sunil put his hand over mine and the blade slipped smoothly into the flesh at all times of the day and night i could hear the murmur of the stream at the bottom of the hill even if i didn't listen the sound was there i had grown to used to it but whenever i went away i was conscious of something missing and i was lonely without the sound of running water I remained alone for 2 months and then I had to see you again Sushila. I could not bear the long drawn out uncertainty of the situation. I wanted to do something that would bring everything nearer to a conclusion. Merely to stand by and wait was intolerable. Nor could I bear the secrecy to which Dinesh had sworn me. Someone else would have to know about my intentions. Someone would have to help I needed another alley to sustain my hopes only then would I find the waiting easier You had not been keeping well and looked thin but you were as cheerful as serene as ever When I took you to the pictures with Sunil you wore a sleeveless kameez made of purple silk 
it set off your dark beauty very well your face was soft and shy and your smile hadn't changed i could not keep my eyes off you returning home in the taxi i held your hand all the way sunil in punjabi will you give your children english or hindi names me hindustani names sunil in punjabi ah that is the right answer uncle and first i went to your mother she was a tiny woman and looked very delicate but she had had six children a seventh was on the way and they had all come into the world without much difficulty and were the healthiest in the entire joint family she was on her way to see relatives in another part of the city and i accompanied her part of the way as she was pregnant she was offered a seat in the crowded bus i managed to squeeze in beside her she had always shown a liking for me and i did not find it difficult to come to the point at what age would you like sushila to get married i asked casually with almost paternal interest who will worry about that when the time comes she has still to finish school and if she keeps failing her exams she will never finish school i took a deep breath and made the plunge when the time comes i said when the time comes i would like to marry her and without waiting to see what her reaction would be i continued i know i must wait a year or two even longer but i'm telling you this so that it will be in your mind you are her mother and so i want you to be the first to know liar that i was she was about the fifth to know but what i really wanted to say was please don't be looking for any other husband for her just yet she didn't show much surprise she was a placid woman but she said rather sadly it's all right but i don't have much say in the family i do not have any money you see it depends on the others especially her grandmother i'll speak to them when the time comes don't worry about that and you don't have to worry about money or anything what i mean is i don't believe in dowries i mean you don't have to give me a godrej cupboard and a sofa set and that sort of thing all i want is sushila she is still very young but she was pleased pleased that her flesh and blood her own daughter could mean so much to a man don't tell anyone else just now i said i won't tell anyone she said with a smile so now the secret if it could be called that was shared by at least five people the bus crawled on through the busy streets and we sat in silence surrounded by a press of people but isolated in the intimacy of our conversation i warmed towards her towards that simple straightforward uneducated woman she had never been to school could not read or write who might still have been young and pretty had her circumstances been different i asked her when the baby was due in 2 months she said she laughed evidently she found it unusual and rather amusing for a young man to ask her such a question i am sure it will be a fine baby i said and i thought that makes six brothers in law i did not think i would get a chance to speak to your uncle ravi dinesh elder brother before i left but on my last evening in delhi 
I found myself alone with him on the Karol Bagh road. At first, we spoke of his own plans for marriage, and to please him, I said the girl he'd chosen was both beautiful and intelligent. He warmed towards me. Clearing my throat, I went on, "Ravi, you are five years younger than me, and you are about to get married." Yes, and it's time you thought of doing the same thing. Well, I've never thought seriously about it before. I'd always scorned the institution of marriage, but now I've changed my mind. Do you know whom I'd like to marry? To my surprise, Ravi unhesitantly to- took the name. To my surprise, Ravi unhesitatingly took the name of Asha, a distant cousin I'd met only once. She came from Ferozpur and her hips were so large that from a distance she looked like an oversized pear. No, no, I said. Asha is a very lovely girl, but I wasn't thinking of her. I would like to marry a girl like Sushila. To be frank, Ravi, I would like to marry Sushila. There was a long silence and I feared the worst. The noise of cars, scooters and buses seemed to recede into the distance and Ravi and I were alone together in a vacuum of silence. So that the awkwardness would not last too long, I stumbled on with what I had to say. I know she's young and I'll have to wait for some time, family awards, but if you approve and the family approves and Sushila approves, well then there's nothing I'd like better than to marry her. Ravi pondered, scratched himself and then, to my delight, said, Why not? It's a fine idea. The traffic sounds returned to the street and I felt as though I could set fire to a bus or do something equally in keeping with my high spirits. It would bring you even closer to us, said Ravi. We would like to have you in our family. At least, I would like it. That makes all the difference, I said. I will do my best for her, Ravi. I'll do everything to make her happy. She's very simple and unspoiled. I know. That's why I care so much for her. I will do what I can to help you. She should finish school by the time she's 17. It does not matter if you're older. 12 years difference in age is not uncommon. So don't worry. Be patient and all will be arranged. And so, I had three strong allies, Dinesh, Ravi, and your mother. Only your grandmother remained, and I dared not approach her on my own. She was the most difficult hurdle, because she was the head of the family and she was autocratic and often unpredictable. She was not on good terms with your mother, and for that very reason, I feared that she might oppose my proposal. I had no idea how much she valued Ravi's and Dinesh's judgment. All I knew was that they bowed to all her decisions. How impossible it was for you to shed the burden of your relatives. Individually, you got on quite well with all of them, but because they could not live without bickering among themselves, you were just a pawn in the great joint family game. You put my hand to your cheek and to your breast. I kissed your closed eyes and took your face in my hands and touched your lips with mine, a phantom kiss in the darkness of a veranda. And then 
intoxicated i stumbled on into the road and walked the streets all night i was sitting on the rocks above the oak forest when i saw a young man walking towards me down the steep path from his careful manner of walking and light clothing i could tell that he was a stranger one who was not used to the hills he was about my height slim rather long in the face good looking in a delicate sort of way when he came nearer i recognized him as the young man in the photograph the youth of my dream your late admirer i wasn't too surprised to see him somehow i had always felt that he would meet me one day i remembered his name and said how are you pramod he became rather confused his eyes were already clouded with doubt and unhappiness but he did not appear to be an aggressive person how did you know my name he asked how did you know where to find me i countered your neighbors the kapoors told me i could not wait for you to return to the house i have to go down again tonight well then would you like to walk home with me or would you prefer to sit here and talk i know who you are but i have no idea why you have come to see me it's all right here he said spreading his handkerchief on the grass before sitting down on it how did you know my name i stared at him for a few moments and got the impression that he was a vulnerable person perhaps more vulnerable than myself my only advantage was that i was older and therefore better able to conceal my real feelings sushila told me i said oh i did not think you would know i was a little puzzled but said i knew about you of course and you must have known that or you would have hardly come here to see me you knew about sushila and me he asked looking even more confused well i know that you are supposed to be in love with her he smote himself on the forehead my god do the others know too i don't think so i deliberately avoided mention of sunil in his distraction he started plucking at tufts of grass did she tell you he asked yes girls can't keep secrets but in a way i'm glad that she told you now i don't have to explain everything you see i came here for your help i know you're not her uncle but you are very close to her family last year in delhi she often spoke about you she said you were very kind it then occurred to me that pramod knew nothing about my relationship with you other than that i was supposed to be the most benevolent of uncles he knew that you had spent your summer holidays with me but so had dinesh and sunil and now aware that i was a close friend of the family he had come to make an ally of me in much the same way that i had gone about making allies have you seen sushila recently i asked yes two days ago in delhi but i had only a few minutes alone with her we could not talk much you see uncle you will not mind if i also call you uncle i want to marry her but there is no one who can speak to her people on my behalf my own parents are not alive if i go straight to her family most probably i'll be thrown out of the house so i want you to help me i'm not well off but i will soon have a job and then i can support her 
Did you tell her all this? Yes. And what did she say? She told me to speak to you about it. Clever Sushila, diabolical Sushila. To me, I repeated. Yes. She said it would be better than talking to her parents. I couldn't stop laughing. And a long-tailed blue magpie, disturbed by my laughter, set up a shrill creaking and chattering of its own. Don't laugh, I'm serious, uncle, said Pramod. He took me by the hand and looked at me appealingly. Well, it ought to be serious, I said. How old are you, Pramod? Twenty-three, only seven years younger than me. So please don't call me uncle. It makes me feel prehistoric. Use my first name if you like. And when do you hope to marry Sushila? As soon as possible. I know she is still very young for me. Not at all, I said. Young girls are marrying middle-aged men every day. And you're still quite young yourself. But she can't get married as yet. Pramod, I know that for a certainty. That's what I feared. She will have to finish school, I suppose. That's right. But tell me something. It's obvious that you are in love with her and I don't blame you for it. Sushila is the kind of girl we all fall in love with. But do you know if she loves you? Did she say that she would like to marry you? She did not say, I do not know. There was a haunted, hurt look in his eyes and my heart went out to him. But I love her. Isn't that enough? It could be enough, provided she doesn't love someone else. Does she, uncle? To be frank, I don't know. He brightened up at that. She likes me, he said. I know that much. Well, I like you too. But that doesn't mean I'd marry you. He was despondent again. I see what you mean. But what is love? How can I recognize it? End of this part. Moving on to the next reader.